At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You heard it. I'm RJ live coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. We've got an action-packed hour on Friday for you. It's Pick Palooza. What does that mean? You don't need me to tell you. Picks on all the biggest games. And this may be the biggest weekend of the football season so far for the biggest games. Think about it. Rams playing the Saints. What a big game. Right around Pickham. We'll break that one down. Alabama, LSU, and obviously so much more. We're going to have the wisest wise guy wisdom and our best bets of the week. All week we make picks, but it culminates at the end of this hour with Fezzik's best bet, and Brad Powers' best bet. Oh, by the way, those are the two pros who know. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. Here's my personal promise. We will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have the pros without the Joes. He's my favorite, Jonas Knox, voice of the fans. Always good to be here, RJ, on a football Friday here on Straight Out of Vegas, and we do it live every single week from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We start in the NFL, where the 49ers blew out the Raiders on Thursday night, 34-3. to Nick Mullins stole the show with three touchdown passes, and 
and the highest quarterback rating in an NFL debut since the 1970 merger. RJ, what does Vegas make of the dominant performance of the 49ers? You know, Jonas, I know as time has passed, I've impressed you pretty much more and more each day. Of course. But the fact that I said Marlins would have the greatest debut in the history of the modern NFL, that has to be the most impressive prediction I ever made. Well, I would think, and also because you thought of Mullins like I did, and I thought about the great Mullins Bar in downtown Pittsburgh. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. Is now. Unfortunately, I didn't say this over the air, right, about okay, the, okay. the Marlins prediction. <laughs> no, listen, all joking aside, that's the point. Can you imagine, and Fezzik, let's, you price things in the moment probably better than anyone I've ever met. Uh, you've, I'm guessing you made a lot of money on proposition bets in bars. And, well, you didn't really go to bars. In study groups, Dungeons and Dragons and such. Yeah, my Dungeons and Dragons group was big into this. <laughs> I mean, you had those 36-sided dice and all that stuff. I mean, let's be honest. If I said, I want to, you know, this Marlins, let, I think he's going to have the best debut in the modern history of the NFL. What kind of odds? I mean, it would have been, what, 500 to 1? 250, and I would have laughed at anyone who took a shot at it. <laughs> so really, it sounds like you're like a dastardly bookmaker. You're saying you'd put a number out that if anyone took it, they'd be a sucker. Yes, true odds, <laughs> 1,000 to 1. <laughs> so wait, the true yeah. odds would have been 1,000. You would have gave, given me a quarter of that. Correct. Just like a cl- It must be when you book, you just become, <laughs> you must become dastardly. No one's putting a gun to your head. You don't have to bet. Now, what would have happened... If I would have said, you know something, I'll give you the Raiders, I'll give you 30 points. How much would you have bet? Yeah, and the Raiders are favored. Let me do a little computation here. I would have been willing to lay 50 to 1. Okay, but what I'm saying is, and let's settle down. What I'm saying is, if I would have said, even money bet, Raiders Plus 30. I'm giving you 30 points. How much would you have bet? Oh, okay. Uh, My house. Okay. Now, (laughs) I think that's a fair statement. And the point is that there are no locks. So as sports betting becomes bigger and bigger and more mainstream, you're going to get more and more of the sell your house, sell your car, sell your kids and bet this game. Guys, there's a lot of good information providers out there. Pre-game, straight out of Vegas, we try very hard to be one of them. We think we are, but there's others. There's many other good ones. But if they tell you it's easy to win, if they tell you that there's locks, that's when you know you should run the other way. Because imagine if you had had the Raiders plus 30 on Twitter, they'd be like, ah, you stink at this. How'd you, how could you have lost that bet? Well, up 3 nothing, they looked good. <laughs> now, I also think, though, we need to interpret what this Mullins performance means. And I don't want to be a uh, party pooper, but to me, this Mullins performance is something that feels not just an aberration, not just a fluke that it was so good, but I'm saying it seems unlikely to me that Mullins is even going to be, let's say, a good backup. If you had a bet right now, will Mullins be in this league in six years, even as a backup? 
give me even money, I'd say no. What would you take? Agree. I think the no should be like minus 400. Okay. So you might say, wait a minute. That was an amazing performance Mullins had. It was. It was the best debut in the history of football since the merger, right? Joe Montana, go down the list. Doesn't matter. But if you compare that one game to a quarterback being undrafted, and then you compare it to the 40 or the 49ers having the whole offseason to watch Mullins and Bethard being what? At best, an average backup? When Bethard got hurt on Sunday, if they had any confidence in Mullins, it would have been, hey, you average backup, you're now less than that because you're hurt. You just go and relax, get that hand right, and we're going to put Mullins in because we got some faith in him. The fact they were fighting to game time decision not to start this guy says this was a shock to the 49ers as much as the rest of the world, which means they've got thousands of snaps in practice to assess this guy, and they're not optimistic. Doesn't take away from the amazing performance. Kudos. I'm just saying trying to predict what it means for the future, I don't think it means much. Your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. You still have to, I think, make Bethard the better likely quarterback going forward, and now we can have a conversation about it, which we would not have had as of last week. Straight out of Vegas, I'm R.J. Bell. You know, Jonas, I think it's a situation where the Raider side of this equation is maybe even more interesting. Yeah, there's this old adage in fighting that you're not a champion until you defend your title. Well, I don't know if you know this, RJ, but you're not a radio host until you brag about something you got right. And you had a bit of a conspiracy theory on the real situation for the Oakland Raiders. For our new and growing audience, first, restate the theory, and then how does what you've seen in the past week reaffirm your initial thoughts on the conspiracy? Well, first, Jonas, the only reason to have a co-host is so I don't have to brag for myself. You're here to do it. <laughs> but, boy, I think we were on to something. Now, we talked about this, what, two weeks ago now. And the theory at the time was everyone's questioning the Raiders, questioning their performance, questioning Gruden. And my question was, well, wait a minute. Maybe this isn't about winning games right now yeah they want to win games but maybe the Raiders hire was more of a PR hire public relations now why would that be well the rumor is that the Raiders are financially strapped now we're not talking about oh the the shortest guy in the NBA kind of thing that's still very tall we're talking about strapped potentially in a way that they didn't want to sign Khalil Mack because they couldn't because they literally didn't have the money to put in escrow for his guaranteed portion of his contract, which is a rule in the NFL with the agreement with the union. So we've heard that. We've heard people on the radio talk about just how short of money some people think the Raiders are. So imagine if that's true, that they had to sign away one of the top three or four defensive players, trade him away, Mac, because of a lack of money. Well, what do you do? You're thinking, well, when we get to Vegas, everything's going to be okay. And that's what I thought when I was driving out here is the first time. When I get to Vegas, it's all going to be different, right? 
I guess it was. <laughs> Sometimes it happens that way. Well, I think it's going to happen that way for the Raiders. Is I think the Raiders, when they get to Vegas, year two in, all the luxury boxes, all of the financial upside of being in Las Vegas, I think the Davis family will be fine financially. But how do you get from here in Oakland today to the future? You hire a PR master. So today, Colin Cowherd was saying, oh, Gruden's one of the greatest broadcasters ever. I'm not sure he's even an above-average coach. Well, maybe they were hiring a media guy. Maybe they were hiring a communication specialist. Because if you listen to talk radio today, a big chunk of the conversation was Gruden's interview with Howie Long. Howie said, the Raiders. Okay, the fact that he has that, the conversation, at all the day after such an embarrassment means at least on the public relations side, Gruden was a heck of a hire. So what's going to happen in the interim, right? Uh, oh, Raiders might lose a lot of games because they can't sign a guy like Mac. They have to trade away their number one receiver. And they're compiling draft choices. And though, they're not going to be boring. Fans hate losing, but fans hate boring even more and the Raiders will not be boring. And here's my promise. Let's put it on tape. If anyone's listening. Oh, wait. We know that. In three or four years, we're going to wake up and the Raiders are going to be like the 10th most valuable franchise in all of sports or some variation of that. The Davises are going to be fine financially and the rest of the owners. Gruden's still going to be the coach. And the team's going to be in the AFC Championship because they have all these draft choices. And if the game is winning today, then the Raiders are losing. If the bigger game is getting to Vegas all in one piece and being pretty good when you get here and really good soon after, boy, it seems like, uh, talk about trust the process. What do you think, Fez? I like it. And one thing that you brought up that I agree completely, the Raiders stink but the Raiders are interesting. I can't wait to see the Raiders play the Chargers next week. Last word, Jonas. RJ, you being the voice of Vegas, is there any concern at all over what the product looks like now from the people in Vegas? No, we're so excited. I mean, look at the way that Vegas accepted the Golden Knights. I, I've been here 20 years and change now in Vegas. I've never seen the city come together like it did for the Golden Knights. And that's hockey, right? And uh, hockey in the desert. Might be another way to say it. <laughs> this is one of the storied franchises in the history of all of American sports coming to Vegas, the NFL. It, it, it's really something where, yeah, we want a winner, but boy, we didn't think the Golden Knights were going to be a winner, an expansion team. And even when they weren't, or at least when we weren't sure they would be, there was a ton of enthusiasm. So in my opinion, and I think it's, pretty objectively true there's just a ton of excitement about the Raiders getting here especially with Gruden because it's not going to be boring when we come back we're going to break down Green Bay New England also Rams versus Saints that's all coming up next he's RJ Bell I'm Jonas Knox this is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio right out of Vegas 
Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Right now on the strip, 80 degrees, and the neon is chugging. Guys, let's get to our early preview of this Sunday in the NFL, and we go to Sunday Night Football, where the Patriots are a five-point favorite hosting the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, so we're going to break down the two biggest games preview style, which means the couple of two or three biggest handicapping factors, and then the rest of the games, the wisest wise guy wisdom. Fez, when it comes to this Patriots, what do you look at as uh, factor number one? With the Patriots, it's all about the running game. Sony Michelle likely to come back, not a lock, and they are so weak at running back right now. They're using wide receivers at running back. Very important for them to get Michelle back in the lineup. Oh, so the uh, the biggest, <laughs> one of the biggest games of the year, the most important factor is Sonny Michelle. <laughs> for the Patriots, yes. Well, I didn't say for the Patriots. I said for the Patriots game. For the Patriots game, it would be the Green Bay Packers improvement and how much we want to upgrade the Packers. Well, what Packers. about Sonny Michelle? <laughs> I believe Michelle for the Patriots is worth no, a point. Now, listen, we got to be we got to pull back the curtain here for, for the coast-to-coast listeners. Fezzik was fighting. You know how, like... If you have a brother, let's say that you're like a movie director and you're deciding who's going to star like in the next Godfather movie and one of the two people are is your secret brother, no one knows that you're actually brothers. That's how much Fezzik was fighting for Sonny Michelle in the production <laughs> meeting. We've got a lead with Sonny Michelle. And even though I vetoed you, you still led with it. Well, you asked me about this. The this is almost this is almost like the Green Bay Montgomery. I'm gonna get. I mean, listen. I don't know if we can get a seventh round pick, but that <laughs> that insubordination. I better not fumble now. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna just trust Fazek. Sonny Michelle's one. Number two. Number two, and more importantly, really, is the Green Bay <laughs> Packers and how much are we going to upgrade them now that they're healthy? Remember, Rodgers, he's as healthy as he's been all year long. He couldn't even practice. He was so banged up with his knee, and he has all his wide receivers back. And frankly, the Packers probably should have beaten the Rams last week. I was all ready to really upgrade them. So let's quantify how big of an upgrade there has been on Green Bay. The look-ahead line in this game was Patriots favored by seven and a half. So last week, before last weekend's games, you could have bet a week ahead. You would have laid seven and a half over the Packers. Now the line is five. Two and a half point adjustment. Through a key number of seven. That's a huge upgrade for Green Bay. I think it's justified based on the Rams game. But here's where there hasn't been a further adjustment that throws me. I don't understand it. The Packers traded one of their best defenders. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix. Pro Football Focus said the second best safety in the NFL. Maybe that's true, maybe it's not, but he's certainly one of the best on an average at best Packers defense. And he's gone for what? For a great player? No, some future draft choice. It isn't all that impressive. So the only reason that trade could make any sense for the Packers is if the front office believes there's zero chance the Packers can win a Super Bowl. Then the trade makes some sense. But how in the heck does this team, off playing the Rams on the road, now on the road to play the Patriots, it's about as tough as you can get, and in the middle of it, after your best performance of the season, 
The bo- the bosses upstairs, the cigar smokers, the billionaires say, oh, actually, well, I guess with Green Bay, it's not necessarily billionaires because it's all owned. But the bosses at minimum said, yeah, actually, we're going to take away one of your best players because this season is futile. Boy, that cannot be a good factor, but the market's not adjusting. So personally, I'm scared of the fact the market's not adjusting. Like there's something I don't know, but I certainly like, I'm not sure I'm going to bet it, but I have a strong lean or a borderline like for New England. Now that the spread's down to minus five, yes. Yeah, exactly. The spread's been five for like three or four days. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't talking about the look-ahead line from last week. <laughs> All right. Guys, the top two teams in the NFC face off in New Orleans. It is the Rams at the Saints. L.A. currently a two-point favorite. All right, so Fez, other than Sonny Michelle, what do you think is the number one factor in this game? Home field advantage for the <laughs> Saints. Generically, I had the Saints as my third best home field worth three and a half points. And I got to tell you, RJ, I think that home field may well go up to number one this week. The Dome will be rocking with them hosting the undefeated Rams. Now, that's interesting because if we think about the best home fields in the NFL, I think it's Seattle, it's Green Bay, it's New Orleans, probably Minnesota fourth, in my opinion. Atlanta's in the mix, Baltimore, Patriots. Okay. But the Saints are driven by crowd enthusiasm. Seattle is too, but I think Saints more than anything. Here's a trend exclusive from pregame.com. Saints at home when the team has a winning record. So the Saints have a winning record and they play a home game. The Saints have won 22 straight. So when they're good, the crowd's into it. 22 straight at home against the spread. 17, 4, and 1. So the theory of crowd enthusiasm being correlated to how good the team is, boy, the numbers back up your logic, Fez. What's your next big factor in Rams Saints? Well, I'm concerned about the syndicate money that came pouring in on the Rams on Thursday. We saw that the Saints were favored, and then blink, boom, the Rams became a favorite. Millions of dollars literally came in on the Rams on Thursday. And and I think it's important to realize that Thursday morning line moves are very important because at many important sports books, the limits go up on NFL and college football games on Thursday morning. So the biggest batters will wait. They won't play Sunday night, won't play Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Come When the limits open up, that's when they show their hand And we did see super steam coming in on the Rams. So on one hand, the duct tape on the shoe guy. Now, why do we say that? Because the way that guy handicaps, he's a sharp in quotes, hasn't worked for about 10 years. So his shoes are 10 years old. He has duct tape on him. He was on the Saints. And the guys that are the millionaires you've never heard of, those guys are on the Rams. Could change before game day. But I tell you, right now, all of the handicapping logic seems to point to the Saints, but the biggest bettors are betting the Rams. To me, I'm staying away 
But if I had to bet it, I'd play the Rams. Guys, every Friday here on Straight Out of Vegas, we do something called the Wisest Wise Guy Wisdom. And why do we call it that? It's because we're getting it from wise guys, and it's the one wisest piece of wisdom on each game in the NFL. So we get started in Minnesota, where the Vikings are currently a five-and-a-half-point favorite hosting the Lions. And for me, this is driven totally by the Lions trading their key receiver and in, in in my opinion, it's the same thing that we just talked about when it came to the Packers. Is Detroit's in a playoff hunt and they trade Golden Tate. Why? Nobody knows. But what I promise you is the team can't be happy about that. That's a downgrade, in my opinion, for the Lions. The Chiefs an eight-point favorite at the Browns. I don't think there's any single factor more important of any NFL game this year than the head coach and the coordinator on offense in this case being fired not on a 10-day break, not on a bye week, but a normal six-day rest. I don't think I've ever seen both like that. And you have the D.C. becoming head coach. So you've effectively lost your defensive coordinator too. To me, the Browns, it might be better for them this change in the future, even a couple weeks from now. But it is a huge negative for the Browns right now, the coaching tumult. Steelers at the Ravens, Baltimore, two-and-a-half-point favorite. This is all about how close and competitive this series is. Steelers are all about motivation, and you know they're going to be motivated against the Ravens, and you know that taking points is the place you want to start with these teams because there's so many close games Pittsburgh, plus three, one of the better bets of the week. The Panthers, a six-point favorite hosting the Buccaneers. This is like when you finally hear about cryptocurrency in Men's Journal or, let's say, GQ. Is the time to quit investing in cryptocurrency? Well, now the Panthers have won enough games that everyone's saying, man, Cam looks pretty good with North Turner. Well, that's when... That's when you have to be concerned. They've got too expensive. I think this line's a little bit expensive because the Panthers are getting love at this point. Jets at the Dolphins. Miami, a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Miami's defense against the rush on this season is decent, but last two games they've given up 436 yards rushing, which means the Jets have a good chance to be able to run the ball, which is key for Sam Darnold. The Redskins, a a one-and-a-half-point favorite, hosting the Falcons. This is the don't make sense line of the week. The idea that the Falcons are supposed to be a point and a half better than the Redskins, right? Because Redskins at home should be three means the market is saying the Redskins are a worse team than the Giants. Think about that. The Giants were in Atlanta just last game for Atlanta. And what was the line, Fez? Line was pick them. Well, no, Giants were in Atlanta, and the line was about three and a half. It ended up closing. So you're saying at that point the Falcons are a half point better than the Giants. Now this line is saying the Falcons are one and a half points better than the Redskins. I don't get it. It it doesn't make sense. The Bears are at the Bills. Chicago, a 10-point favorite on the road. You know something? Let's do this. We're running a little late on the news, Jonas. So let's get a quick update. When we come back, we'll finish up the Wisest Wise Guy Wisdom, and we're going to have Colin Cowherd's pick number six. All that coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Beyer. The Dodgers and Clinton Kershaw 
are tied together for the next three years. Kershaw getting a three-year deal from the Dodgers worth $93 million, keeping him under contract through the 2021 season. Kershaw had the option to opt out of the contract that had two years left and $65 million on it. Instead, now going to be paid $93 million over that three-year span. Tonight in the NBA, Timberwolves guard Jimmy Butler is going to play against the Warriors after sitting out Wednesday's game to rest. Cavs forward Kevin Love out at least six weeks following toe surgery. Former Cavs assistant Jim Boylan is suing the team for age discrimination after the 63-year-old's option on his contract was not picked up after last season. Boylan is asking for $6 million with the Cavaliers calling the lawsuit a quote, shameless cash grab, end quote. In the NHL, Panthers beat the Jets today 4-2 in Finland, while in the NFL this weekend, Chargers running back Melvin Gordon is listed as questionable to play against the Seahawks because of a hamstring strain. Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill, a full participant in practice despite a groin injury, and Dalvin Cook should be back on the field for the Vikings, the running back though listed as questionable against the Lions because of a hamstring strain. Guys, back to you. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will have best bets for the weekend here on Straight Out of Vegas. I am Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. In just a minute or two, we're going to have Colin Cowherd's pick number six and Alabama LSU previewed. Guys, we continue on with our wisest wise guys wisdom. We go back to Buffalo where the visiting Chicago Bears, a 10-point favorite on the road. The Bears, this is the second time they've been a double-digit road favorite in 30 years. The Bears are just a little bit better than an average team. A little bit better than average teams do not lay double digits on the road in the NFL. This is about Bill's hate. It's irrational hate for Peterman. I know he's been bad, but he's not that bad. you got to look at the Bills. The Broncos are hosting the Texans. Denver, a one-point favorite at home. This is all about will wide receiver Thomas bring the game plan with him? Imagine, he was on the Broncos early in the week. Now he's on the Texans. Well, they were preparing for this game early in the week. I don't know how you account for that. It could be a huge factor or it could be nothing, but it would be potentially advantage Texans. And finally, we go to Seattle where the Seahawks and the Chargers are a pick We talked about home field advantage. Saints may be the best this week. I don't think so. Seattle, best home field advantage in the NFL when they're in a competitive game. So we define that Seattle not favored by more than a touchdown. Right, so this is competitive. Last 33 times at home in competitive games, Seattle was covered 74% of the time. 23-8-2 and two against the spread. 23 winners, 8 losers, and Seattle's pretty much pick them. Mm, yum, yum. Oh, Fez, you got something. And do we trust Coach Lynn to try to win a close game? The Chargers have only played one close game all year long. In my opinion, one of the worst NFL coaches Chargers have. Guys, every Friday here on Straight Out of Vegas, Colin Cowherd stops by to call his shot. Let's go! go. No, no. Hey, that's great football now! It's Colin's. Bonus pick only for RJ Bell. Pick number six. Okay, now we do a bonus pick on Saturday. I, I throw out one bonus pick. And um, I think it's a really interesting game. I don't feel. My gut says here's why I didn't use this in my Blazing Five. 
I would take the Texans plus one at the Broncos because uh, Demarius Thomas is gone. Texans look great. But the line scared me. And I looked at the line and I thought, God, the Texans, I've watched them. They look so good. Shouldn't this be plus three, plus four? It tells me that my instincts are wrong on this. I would have taken the Texans plus one. I feel like they should be plus four and a half, plus three and a half. So that tells me Vegas is trying to trap me and get me to bet the Texans. So I would have taken them. What do the wise guys think? So you're saying you think the Texans should have been yes, a clear favor? Like a, like a, a clear four favor. and a half point. I was shocked by it. And whenever I feel that, I'm like, okay, Vegas, I, they're they're going to try to use. I'm going to be a mark because that, <laughs> the, the, it's a trap game. When I love a game that much, it's a, it is a trap game to me. I agree with you in that. I don't want the Texans here. This line actually was Denver favored by two and a half before the trade of Thomas from Denver to the Texans. Now, is he really worth going from minus two and a half for Denver down to only minus one? I don't think so. One key thing only in this game. Houston started the season 0-3. Then they won coin flips, literally coin flips against the Colts, Cowboys, Bills. Now, you're not supposed to win three straight coin flips. Then they dominated Jacksonville. Let's give them credit, though Jacksonville is reeling right now. And then then they played at home against Miami on a Thursday. And crushed them. Yeah, but short week. That was a tough spot for Miami. They had just played two games in the heat at home. So to me, hey, give the Texans credit, but this team could literally have six losses if the coin flips had gone against them. So I, I'm i going to disagree with your first instinct on the Texans' Eileen Broncos. And that is Colin Cowherd's bonus pick number six here on Straight Out of Vegas. RJ, so this is like uh, that person with baggage you just stay as far away from, correct? How about you? Uh, well, listen, I, I speak from personal experience. So that's all I can do. <laughs> no, but wh- wh- who did you mean, actually? I, was... I, I mean, is this one of those things to where there are too many factors, too many games that oh. should have gone the other way for Houston, too ma- uh, in the trade well, happening you know, the week it, of? Yeah, here's the thing, Jonas. Wise guys love complexity because we think we can price it better than the average batter. But sometimes you got to be honest with yourself. If you don't know how to price it, you know, we mentioned the idea of the whole playbook and, and the game plan, right? Houston could have a big advantage there. I don't know. So when you don't know how to price the complexity, you stay away. But we love complexity because it offers opportunity. See, you guys are so much better at that than me. All right, so there is a huge game in college football coming up, guys. It is the game of the year so far. If you go to pregame.com right now, it's the SEC battle of the year, and it's Alabama, and it's LSU. And right now on pregame.com, a 14.5-point favorite are the Crimson Tide. Brad Powers, all the college knowledge with us. Now, to me, you had a trend and we do our trends of the week on Thursday on this game that was eye popping. Let's start there. Yeah, and it's uh, if you're looking to back LSU, I got a 66 and one, 66 and one trend in your favor, and it goes down to LSU's last 67 home games, a decade plus sample size. Only one time out of 67 has LSU lost by more than two touchdowns at home. 66 and one in your favor if you're looking to back the Tigers. Now, obviously, Bama is as good or better than any team they played, but just the idea that LSU is so consistent at home and for you to lose with them on the spread, they'd have to do something they've only done once in 66 or 67 games. Doesn't mean it's a lock at all, but 
it tells you something about LSU at home. What's the other one or two big factors in this game? Well, I, look, I clearly agree with the market that Alabama is the best team in the country this year, and I, I believe so by quite some margin. But I, I'm having a hard time believing right now that Alabama is historically great. Why? Who's Alabama played? Two teams in the top 50 so far, both of those games at home. On the flip side, we know how good LSU is. Why? LSU's played five top 30 teams so far. Strength of schedule edge for LSU. At least I know what I'm getting from them. I'm not quite sure yet on Alabama. All right, so do you like LSU? I like LSU plus the 14 and a half. So you're batting them. Fez, real quick. I like LSU parlayed to the under. I think if LSU covers, this is going to be a muck it up 23 to 20 type of game. I like LSU too. And here's one last point on this. They're not going to be afraid. The intimidation factor with Bama is a huge thing. LSU has just, the recruits they got are pretty much the same quality as the recruits Bama's got. Saban's done more with them, but those LSU boys are not going to be afraid. When we come back, we've been doing it all week, picking games for you. The very best we save for last. That's coming up next here on Straight Out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell and I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is best bets time. We finish up the weekend by previewing the weekend. And first up, Steve Fezzik, our NFL expert with his best bet. Yeah, and on Tuesday, you had your early best bet, Fez, which was? Pittsburgh Steelers plus three against Baltimore. And now, your best Best bet. Yes, the Buffalo Bills plus 10 against the Bears. RJ, you made a case for the Bears simply aren't that good. They're just barely better than an average team. So the only way the spread can make sense if the Bills are not just very bad, but historically bad, like worst team that we've seen in five years, and that simply isn't the case. Look at Monday Night Football. Yes, the Bills lost 6-25, to but that easily could have been a final score of 13-18 to where they hung right in there against the Patriots. It's an overreaction to that final score. The Bills are undervalued. I'm on the Bills, plus 10. Now that was a good handicap. Steve Fezzik, only two-time Super Contest champion. He won it back-to-back just to show off. Follow him on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports, F-E-Z-Z-I-K. That's at Fezzik Sports. This bills, you know how, like, in health, it's like that person doesn't just run a triathlon. They run an Ironman triathlon, right? There's all these levels. Like, he won't just drink wheatgrass. He sleeps in it or, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> in a, in a, like up to his neck. Well, betting the bills here is the badge of being a true wise guy because it takes guts and stones because who wants the bills? That's why it's a good pick. And who wants to bet on Peterman at quarterback? Oh, I just, I kind of trembled <laughs> a little bit right there. Guys, we do have a best bet in college football, but first, everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's add, save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance, extra money in your pocket. It may just be the most rewarding to do you do today. Brad Powers, our college football expert, is up next with his best bet. 
And I like Michigan minus 12 over Penn State. That's Michigan minus 12. And to me, it's all about the energy level here. A great advantage here for Michigan. Why? Michigan's nice, fresh, and healthy. Coming off a bye week and several blowout wins in a row. And on the flip side, Penn State, Michigan's opponent, is for the first time for them since 1894. Not 1994, 1894. Penn State's coming off four straight games decided by six points or less. They got a banged-up quarterback in Trace McSorley. That's why I like Michigan minus 12 over Penn State. You just have a trend from 1894? 1894. <laughs> that, that is the first of its kind. Now, you like Michigan. Colin Cowherd had a thought about Coach Harbaugh. Let's listen. Harbaugh's better than Nick Saban as a coach. I just said it. Say it again. He's got a more impressive resume. Now, here's what I would say is if I were with Colin by ourselves and happened to be recording the conversation and he said that I could have blackmailed him. The fact he said that (laughs) over the air has to be one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Harbaugh's a better coach than Nick Saban. (sighs) I don't know. I let's give Colin credit. It probably takes more guts to do that than bet the Bills. Uh, Best bet time, RJ, from you, the voice of Vegas. You know something? I rarely do this. I'm teasing ahead to Monday. I've given a couple picks. I like the Steelers, and I like like the Vikings. But my best bet's going to be Monday. Last week was my first Monday best bet, and it was an easy winner on the under. I'm going to have my best bet of the week on Monday Night Football on Monday. We do have UFC 230 coming up at Madison Square Garden this Saturday night. The main event, Daniel Cormier, the heavyweight champion, defending against Derek Lewis. Uh, This fight is shaping up to be a little bit sloppy. I don't think either guy is going to be 100%. This fight was sort of last minute to save the card in general. I do like uh, uh, DC in this fight, Daniel Cormier. Derek Lewis right now a big underdog, but still a heavyweight. He's got a puncher's chance. So Cormier, what's the odds right now? Cormier is a minus 700 last time I saw, 7 to 1. So the first pick you've given in a while, you're laying 700. <laughs> I'm ballsy. What do you want from me? I got guts. All right, well, we've got a bonus bat bat for Matty Holt, longtime bookmaker. He knows the UFC very well. And he has Souza. Does that sound right? Yeah, Jacare Souza. Yes, plus 150. I could try to explain it. I'm not. Just trust me. (laughs) This fellow knows the UFC. So if you're looking for a bet that's not as obvious, Sousa plus 150 from a pro who knows. The Odd Couple comes up next here on Fox Sports Radio. We are straight out of Vegas. We'll be back on Monday. Straight out of Vegas! We are Fox Sports! Be sure to catch... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. 
They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 